Hello everyone, I'm Thomas from Daft Punk. Random access memories, Daft Punk. Daft Punk and Thomas Angui from Daft Punk. There you go, Daft Punk. We assume that's Daft Punk under those helmets. Hello everyone, I'm Emmanuel from Daft Punk. Daft Punk mixes of Daft Punk. Daft Punk! Let's get back to the to Daft Punk. It was because of, you know, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk! Daft Punk! Hello, robots, big and small, from around the world. It's time to get lucky because today we are meeting one more time for a little voyage. Er, that was great. around the that, world. No, yeah, that was good. That was a good. We're back. We're, we're back. back. We're back we're in. We're back. back. You had a long back. time to prepare that. You, had you and so the work long. paid off, man. You, you really, really honestly, I'm I'm impressed by the amount of work you I, put into the pun run. Um, you did your I'm homework. I, yeah, I did my homework because. We're one more we're human after all access memory and we're, we're human access <laughs> we're human access memories. Uh, I'm yeah um, I haven't spoken Andy to definitely my... spent fragments of time on that <laughs> okay <laughs> and now yeah. we are doing some, doing some pun now we're doing it right <laughs> <laughs> you all missed us you know you missed us uh, this. Is alive 2021, a Daft Punk podcast. We are three best friends who can't get enough of talking about the two Frenchest robots in the world. Yeah. And each other. And, and each other. Uh, but do, they, do, they, do you guys remember our names? I'm Andy. I'm Darren. Well, I'm Devin. But Darren, to be clear, are you asking the audience or us in the room if we remember our names? Yes. Cool. Okay. I remember my name. It's Andy. <laughs> and I remember my own name. It's Devin uh, Jetski. Yeah, I got, I got mine too. And um, actually, today, interestingly enough, we're going to maybe pause on talking about those two Parisian robots that think, we've all I known. really think it's Parisian. Parisian. I really do, but it could be Parisian. We've, all right. Parmesan. It's these two Parmesan robots. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to press pause on talking about Parisian robots. We're going to talk about a couple of Phoenician ones. Yeah. Uh, two Arizonian robots named Ron and Steve. Ron and Steve. Also known as? One, one more, more time, time. A Daft Punk tribute. That's right. You boys went to a Daft Punk cover band concert. What are the odds of that? And what it, are the odds of that? Pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty right. good. Uh, uh, you might be surprised to re- know that it's not the first time I've seen these fellas perform. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Although it was my first time seeing them. Yes. But not. Uh, but also our special guest here today. Special guest. Chris Forte. Oh, hello. Hi, Local ra- raconteur. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me tron the show. Hey. Oh, there it is. Thank there you. Is. That um, one was good and it worked. Yeah, it was one. <laughs> I didn't legacy that come. Hey. Because <laughs> that's the subtitle of the second tron movie. That's the subtext. <laughs> so, um, I can t- there's a there's a, a legacy subtext. Yeah, if you look real closely, it's about it's, legacy. But yeah. it's you gotta you gotta look for it. Um so uh, there are a couple of these around the world. Uh, oh one more time, as we learn, uh, because you can tell we've been doing more focus on the comedy stuff lately than we have on the music stuff because yeah. we're in full comedy break. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, as we learned from Ron, who started this project um, twelve years ago, uh, 
they uh they were on the forefront of the Daft Punk cover band um explosion. <laughs> yeah. Cuz now there are there's uh, a um there's one in Australia uh called they they're called Discovery, right? Yeah, uh, so. that um, follow all these people on Instagram because they all post very cool videos of their shows. Yeah. One more time. Uh, One Dis- more time was the first to do it. Yeah. Um, very cool. So we are going to get into it because not only did we go see the show, but we made contact, but we made contact. <laughs> uh, we chatted with Ron and Steve beforehand, uh, talked about their discovery of their project uh, um, their show and and everything in between. Yeah, we touched on a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and we were offered white claws by the fellas themselves, <laughs> which is beyond yeah. what we thought we were. So getting. it's very fun. It's very fun to interview two folks uh, that professionally wear robot helmets uh, because it is impossible to know what they look like for real. So we got to the venue early to uh, um, to interview them. Face to face. Face to face. <laughs> and uh, I popped my head uh, behind, backstage and said, "Hey, we're we're the Alive Twenty Twenty One podcast, uh, fellas. Um, just uh, whenever the fellas are ready to record, uh, we're we're here. We're ready to go." And uh, these two guys were like, "Yeah, we're the fellas. <laughs> I love being the fellas. Yeah, the we fellas. we are the fellas." Um, uh, yeah, we sat down with them. Uh, Chris, you were not there for part that part. No, not that part. Well, we, we traded off because I, you guys, Darren, me, I tore my meniscus. I tore my knee so I couldn't attend the show. So I had to get a stand-in. And so Chris is our, our, right, right. Chris right. is honorary Darren for this. Yeah. For I, this. I really hope I held it up. We, you know, we touched bases. Yes. He was leaving and I got there. Yeah. You know, we traded outfits. Exactly. So that I could come in. Yep. Yep, dyed my beard. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah I was there for the interview, and then I switched off with Chris. We hugged on the way out, and and then the rest was history. Yeah. Yeah. Then Darren went to my house and took over my life for yeah. a couple hours. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you wore a bunch of brooches. Yeah, <laughs> had to. Um, so uh, yeah, I think why don't we play the interview, chat with Ron and Steve, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our experience at the show. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, so here it is, folks. The Alive 2021 interview of One More Time, a Daft Punk tribute. Hello, everyone. I'm Thomas from Daft Punk. Random access memories, Daft Punk. Okay. One more time. Ron and Steve, we're here. Oh, my God. Uh, So, first off, um, what about Daft Punk were you like, this is the act we want to build a show around? Oh, absolutely alive 2007. Yes! Without that's the a one. doubt. Like, alive 2007. Me? Yeah. That's uh, the one. That was definitely what kind of got me into electronic music, to be honest. Did you see it? No. Did uh, you see it? The funny thing is, I have not seen it either. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so it's just, his entry point. So it's kind of funny that we started this project yeah. because we wanted to see it, and yet we still, as performers, are not seeing it still. Yeah. <laughs> so, so except that, for YouTube. <laughs> so you. Uh, you inspired by the show you wanted to try to yes. recreate it mm-hmm. when, when did it when did this the idea start uh you know it's uh, we started this uh back in 2009 maybe 2010 i think um i was uh i i had just uh finished college and uh, a buddy of ours um in a neighboring town was doing a a, a daft punk party 
Um, and I, uh, I I work in movie props, and so I made I, I make helmets. I do Star Wars stuff because I'm a huge oh, Star Wars fan. Oh, that rocks! So uh, it's no surprise that as a Star Wars fan uh, to be into Daft Punk, right? Yeah, we're big and, nerds. Um, <laughs> what it, what had happened was I I made the first set of helmets, um, you know, got them chromed, and then I said to my buddy like, hey, you know, we should go to this college town, um, and uh, and and just show up at this uh, Daft Punk party. And so we, we, we showed up, and of course, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're knocking it out of the park. People actually thought we were Daft Punk, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that was right after DJ Am just did his uh, Halloween that's set right. where he popped up yes. as yeah. Daft Punk. That's, and did that that's incredible. Because exactly. there's, there's a couple different Daft Punk tribute groups around the world now, but yeah. that you have to have been on the very forefront we of were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, so. it. We, uh, we, we were. We, we started this back in uh, 2009, and then uh, when this thing went viral, it went from like one agency to another agency, and then finally, as we found the right uh, group of people to work with, um, it suddenly turned into the Alive 2007 recreation. Yeah. There's a full-scale stage that was made. Um, we had like the electric light suits, which we still do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but then, you know, as this thing went viral, um, it, it, it spawned other uh, tribute acts as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, it, it's a it's a pretty cool thing to to, to, I, to, to do. Yeah. You know, I have right. to say, um, well, I think it was five years ago, maybe four years ago. Yeah. You played St. Andrews here in Detroit. Yeah. I attended that show too. Right on. I've always been a nerd <laughs> for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you came to that show. I'm glad yeah. you saw that live show because I, yeah, I, rem- I remember the loading process for this because we was it, that was actually our, our first time in Detroit. Oh. Our very oh. first show in Detroit. Awesome. That show. So. Really happy, to, really happy to be there. Yeah. And like, we used to tour with a full crew uh, RV for the stage everywhere, and now, you know, it's kind of been reduced a little bit. In yeah. Terms yeah. Of it's, a way size, to, it's a way to play more shows and, and uh, quicker. Yeah. You know? Okay, cool. But stage is still there. We still have it, and yep. we still do live shows. <laughs> we still will bring that out. That rocks. You know? It's, uh, I mean, it's interesting because when you guys started doing this, none of us had any way of knowing that Daft Punk were not going to ever tour again either. Yeah. Because no. it's like every year we're like, all right, this is the year we get that, a tour. Exactly. Oh. That's right. Wild. Yeah. yeah. I was so sure. I was, I was so <laughs> sure that oh, it we was going to happen in 2017. Rumors through. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor mills came through management. It came through everybody that, listen, guys, um, Daft Punk is going to step out every, every uh, is it 10 years or 20 years? Yeah. yeah. The, the, 97, 2007, okay. 2017. 2017. 2017 was going to be Random Access Memories, I believe, just came out. Yeah. Um, 2013 ish. So, so they, had, they, they did not tour Discovery. And then they put That's out right. like the stripped down album, Human After All. That's right. And then they paired those together for mm-hmm. the live show. There you In go. my brain, I was sure Random Access Memories was so beautiful and lush and yeah. big that they were going to do some sort of stripped down thing in like 2015 or 2016 right. Absolutely. and tour it. I, I had the whole thing mapped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we did as well. And I think our, with our, within our management, they had it mapped out as well yeah. to sort of say, okay, if this is going to be a thing, you know, what should we do to sort of attribute that? Yeah. And then um, when it didn't happen, uh, unfortunately, uh, we just had to say, okay, we're going to move forward and then just continue this uh, this uh, this show, yeah. You know, the show goes and on. Like you have built a livelihood off of this now for, a, I mean, over ten years. Over ten years now. It's well, wild. I mean, wild. Uh, Last year's like, we've been <laughs> almost, like, almost been together as long as Daft Punk. I know. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say <laughs> it's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Long, yeah, I yeah. I've not seen uh, your show before, but I am excited because you know the fact that Daft Punk did not tour after uh, Random Access Memories means that those. Right. Songs were just like never a part of a, a set from them. I'm really yeah. excited to see what and you do so with that. The way we treat this is like if we wanted to see Daft Punk today, yeah. what would they be playing? Very exactly. Cool. So we're, 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 we're targeting um, the younger audience 
that knows of Daft Punk but hasn't heard or experienced what that show was like. And so we, um, you know, amped up the set so it's uh, it's, it's hyphy, it's really it's really in your facey kind of stuff. Uh, it's really club clubby kind of stuff. But it um, still hits on all I the originals exactly. and everything we, else. We hit every single note from what we listen to, what the fans have said about us, and it's they go to the show and they go. They just played every single <laughs> song that I wanted to hear, or that's in the disc choreography. That is that is the hit, and uh, and, I th- and, I, and you know, and, and we played the remixes. We played the originals. You know, uh, it really it really grabs both of the audience of yeah, your your absolutely. legacy audience, and then the newer ones that are coming here to, to just party and have a good time. I guess I love yeah. it. That that I'm very excited to see how how it's uh, grown. Yeah, in a couple years I've, since I've seen it. But what? Um, how long have you, each of you been DJing? Uh, myself over ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe about uh, over ten years of myself. You know yeah. what I mean? I've I've uh, I've I started DJing um, with this show. Um, I now run visual, so I'm like a more of like a visual DJ. Okay. Oh, cool. So the dynamic that we have now is um, myself, Ron, being the visual and DJ. Myself, Steve, being the DJ. There you go. <laughs> so it's a VJ and a DJ duo. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Because like great. the I don't know the the reason Daft Punk is is uh, so widely loved is because. Mm. It's a it's a 360 thing, right? It's yeah. music, and there's a mythology, and there's <laughs> movie a visual component. Yeah. There's like movie Interstellar 55, 55. Yeah, yeah. Oh you know, that's it's like there's just such a gigantic body of work that mm-hmm. there's like so many entry points. If you like anime, you can yeah. find yeah. a way, and if you like club music, you can find there a you way. There you go. In. And I think that's what this tour and the tour that we have been do- in the past year or so that we've we've grabbed and gravitated on. So that that we've we've, we've graduated from the Alive 2007 show. And as we're playing more events quicker by doing these DJing events, we've we've, we've grabbed onto um, the discovery era of Daft Punk yeah. with the costumes and with the visuals that we play now I to was, coincide with that. I was gonna bring this up. Your the costumes that you're like doing um, uh, promo material and, and stuff are from a very specific <laughs> that Japanese interview that yeah, you gave. Yes. Oh yeah, that's why yeah. why did <laughs> why did you pinpoint those specific outfits? Uh, I think it was originally because we were going to do the uh, Discovery Tour for that's right. 2017. Yeah, that's right. Uh, nice. To celebrate the uh, anniversary yeah. of the album yeah. release. And so we basically were just going to tour with those suits. Okay. And then they just... I or, mean, they're, they're very they're cool. The and, yeah. It's like, it, it, as a Daft Punk fan, it's so it's very cool to see such a deep cut outfit choice. Like, yeah. I know exactly where those two outfits are, are from. Because we have yeah. the other ones. We've got the sparkly. We have the okay. Tron ones. We've got... Oh, okay. We have, every, we have it. We yeah. actually have it all. You have, like, <laughs> the different iterations of the helmets, too. Yeah. yeah. You, and you, Ron, you make them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I made the first set of helmets, uh, okay. but we have another artist now that uh, works on... Um, the helmets now, okay. um, but every once in a while, like I said, I, I do the maintenance on like the LEDs and stuff. So, you know, we'll have, uh, you know, st- which I call the stationary helmets, which have no lights on it. It's just like the uh, the Alive 2007 the stuff. The stunt helmets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And then we've got like the, the superhero helmets, which I call it, which are full LEDs where we can't see shit out of it. It's just because you have lights in your fucking face. Yeah, you feel like a Cylon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we have, we, have, we have a handler that has to like, like position us <laughs> on the around. Us. So those, those helmets funny. were you know, for mostly press kind of stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, we even contemplated, like, like, should we wear the helmets for the costumes? I'm like, well, they can't hear us out of the yeah. things if we did. <laughs> who's, so, who's in Guiman and who's in Tomas? Or do you switch it up? I'm Tomas. You're Tomas, yeah. and then and then I'm Guy. Guy, so. and is, was that a choice? Was that a debate? Or no, it was. Uh, well, well, it's it's funny how uh, you should ask that. So, yeah. um, so I, when I started the project back in 2000, 
uh, ten. I had a different partner at the time. Okay. Um, after you know he he uh, <laughs> he got married and had a child. Um, I, I had he couldn't pretend to be that fuck anymore. <laughs> exactly. Well, he had responsibilities. What's yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell? He had responsibilities. We had just started off, and then you know he, you know and, and his and his fiance and his wife's like, listen, we're gonna have a child. We're gonna be a family now. So this partying lifestyle, you know, is is it's, it might be just done and over. So I sought out another partner, which is a buddy of mine. Um, that I, I, I met at a party um, and uh, we, we were talking and then I said, hey, listen, I need, a, I need a second dude. And he's like, I'm your dude. And so myself and his name was Ben um, started doing this thing. And so that's, that, that's probably who you saw at uh, the, uh, the okay. live. Yeah, the alive. taller than me. Yeah, <laughs> so, so we, went, we went through the live tour uh, uh, with, 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 with his partner, with my partner um, there at that time. Um, and then, of course, as life would have it, uh, had a child <laughs> at the time. Again. Was getting married. Folks can't so, stop yeah, damn babies. What's going on? They get everywhere. Yeah, exactly. What is it so, with kids getting in the way of being daft right, punk? Exactly. <laughs> you know, life happens, and they're like, "We can't. Uh, yeah. No more partying anymore. You're a, you're a life. You're a family man now." And yeah. he's like, "Well." And then so then that's when Steve came into the picture. Yeah. And as life, you better not have a kid, Steve. Uh, well, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> as life, so we're coming to scoop. And, yeah. yeah. In your in your non daft punky and lives right. uh, do you do you perform as well and what kinds of music do you spin when you're when you're yes, not in the helmets yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm a dj by trade uh so yeah i go by clue is actually my dj name clue but With i a K. have two side projects <laughs> as well in, in addition to that uh called groove pool and What's the other one? Like so many you things remember, going you remember, on. Right uh, now. You remember your other side projects? <laughs> no. I've got so many side projects. Yeah, and that I is. My own oh, <laughs> Haas and Hill. Hoss there you and go. That's my own last name. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, yeah. it's very DJ for you to not remember all the side <laughs> projects. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. 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 But, busy. Yeah. Yeah. but I'm like, aside yeah. from that, I was an audio engineer by, tri- there you oh, go. by trade. I went and got certified, went to school for it. Music has always been my passion. I was a class, like a classically trained pianist growing up. Hated it. Uh, had to perform live, you know, for basically competitions and go do theory. Yeah. Fuck that. It's like math for fucking music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which this was what I took in high school. I, I was taking music theory because I'm a guitarist myself. Okay. And you know, it's funny being back in high school. I always thought to myself, you know, I'm going to be in a band. I'm going to fucking play guitar. I'm going to do this. And then, as life would have it, this thing happens and it takes off on me. We get signed. We do our thing now. And I'm like, well, I, I, I guess I'm a DJ now. It all comes <laughs> full circle, though. And it's cool. I, I'm yeah. curious. So you, you made the helmets. You played this like this gig mm. at a college. Yeah. What? How did you get discovered? How did it? How did it blow up from there? You know, I think. Uh, oh man, this was uh, yeah, ten years ago. So I. We, we, so we, we did this, it was like, it was, uh, we, we did that show, um, and then one gig kind of led to another, because it went kind of, kind of viral in the Southwest, because we're from, we're from Phoenix, okay. Okay. and, uh, you know, the, the promoter out there was, was a buddy of mine that was like, hey, I, I got a buddy that's in Orange County that saw what was going on, and uh, he wants to bring you guys out there, but he's, he's talking about doing it, like, right now, you would have to leave Tucson here tonight and make it out to San Diego, so Whoa. we're like, fuck it, we jumped into the back of my buddy's, uh, uh, my buddy's uh, hatchback and the helmets in the back. Volkswagen Golf. Yeah, it's Volkswagen Jetta or whatever. Yeah. And then just made a beeline to San Diego, got there, and then and then or, uh, to, to Orange County did that event, right? And so uh, that was a Friday show. So we did that, and then people were shooting this thing. That went crazy and viral, and then they went to the guys out in San Diego, and then they reached out to the, their friends out in Orange County and said, hey, who are those guys in those helmets, man? Was that Daft Punk? And he's like, no, there was just these this tribute dudes. And they were like, dude, bring them over here, man. I, I want them here tonight. So we had to make a beeline from 
Orange County to San Whoa. Diego. So within one weekend of just going, hey, dude, I think this would be funny to step out as Daft Punk for Halloween <laughs> yeah. and, and just, you know, fucking do this party. Turned to three shows in one weekend. That's incredible. It's yeah. just, it just one of those. Yeah, at that point, you had to have known you had yeah. something. Yeah. A week, a week later, a dude from like LA was like, hey, I'm this dude from whatever agency, I can't even remember the name of it was. And he's like, yo, I, I, I got to put you guys to some gigs. I think you guys are onto something crazy big right now. Um, and uh, let me see what I could do for you guys. And then, yeah. you know, did some did, did some of those parties, and that's here we are, you know? Yeah. I think it, it really speaks to. The, there, there's a magic about Daft Punk, and it, it's like it's not quite quantifiable, but to to for it to catch on that quickly really speaks to the the hold that this group sure. has on yeah. its fandom. So, what what do you think it is about this these two French guys in robot helmets that that uh, it means so much and is so important to people? That's a very, very good question. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a solid so, Steve, question. Steve, this is your first podcast interview. Uh, honestly, I think it's the kind of familial like vibes that we get of being a dance family. Uh, we just come out for the same reason, just to let go, experience great music, and I mean, Daft Punk puts on more than just a, perf- I mean, more than just a music party. It's a performance, like. Yeah. Both lights, sound, visuals, everything. It's a complete package, and that really is what kind of, I don't know, sums it up for me. Yeah. <laughs> all this uh, ties in together as a one whole big package. When you have all that, including the costumes and everything, um, it, it gives it like a very authentic feel. Yeah. And being, being a person that works in the, in the movie prop industry and then, and then working with that kind of stuff, you know, adding to that authenticity of the costumes and the helmets being you know, accurate because that's what we have to do. And yeah. Work, is that we got to be accurate and you know, you got to give them what they want. Yeah. And when those movie producer dudes and those execs want that, you got to give that. And that's what we look at when we look at the fan base. Yeah. Because they're going to be the ones that are going to be judging us the most of like, are these guys and do these guys look authentic and can they play the music and hold this mm-hmm. down? And, and I like, believe that we, we can. Oh, yeah. You know, as odd as it feels to be a quote unquote tribute band, yeah. Uh, yeah. What we do, like I said earlier, try and give them just the next best thing to Daft Punk. Like, yeah. I treat it with the utmost respect and yeah. just... That, that's awesome. It's yeah. very cool because uh, Daft Punk is an entry point for some people into dance music, right? So they yeah. might be the first uh, group that someone likes that does clubby music. But then they're also beloved by every producer who's put out dance music in the last 30 right. years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I imagine it's got to be very cool to get a mix of uh, people in the crowd, you know, younger people who are just getting into this and yeah. people who are like lifelong oh, yeah. know, house fans. Oh, yeah. Because we have everything from like the 45 to yeah. almost 50-year-olds now yeah. to the 21, 18-year-olds. Exactly. Uh, and you can always tell the demographic by when we're, when I see it from the stage, it's like here are the young crowds up to the front, <laughs> here is the uh, medium crowd in the middle, and then the older generation is in the back. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Definitely right. a variation of stages. Very, I'm, getting, I'm moving further and further back yeah, as, totally. as I get a I little my earplugs in. Yeah, earplugs yeah. in. Stand yeah. near the sound booth because I know the mix is good there. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the sound sounds best. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a favorite Daft Punk song? Oh boy, uh, I think mine's uh, Digital Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Digital Love, which they don't play in a live 2007. I know, and that's why we why we heavily. Um, when we when we when we drop that song, and you'll see this with tonight's show, is that you know that song comes in, the visuals come in with it perfectly. Cool. You know, and that's why I throw those visuals in from the anime because I that's you know when I was in when I was my freshman year in college and and uh, Discovery happened, 
um, the album came through, but they were like, hey, there's this VHS tape um, called Interstellar 5555 that's, that's supposed to accompany this album. And I was like, really? And so we threw it on. They were like, this is a, a musical opus. Like, this is going, this this anime, this is this is beautiful. And so yeah. we just had to throw this in there to do that. And uh, and so watching the visual and watching the song itself, I was like, oh, yeah. It's like tears to my eyes, man. It was beautiful, man. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you have I'm one? Like, I'm, I was still trying to rack my brain. I was going to say one more time, but that just seems that's, trite. I know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I said. We did, but. we did the whole thing. Like, I, I wrote 60,000 words about these guys over the course of our show. Like, <laughs> oh, really? I, <laughs> Holy shit. We, I've always loved them, but uh, over the last five months or whatever, we've we've learned a lot about we them. We got really and intense even, about it. Even after uh, um, pouring over every song and stuff, that's the one. Yeah. There, there's something so joyous about a song that is about how fun it is to listen to your favorite song again. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? That's, that's But honestly, my favorite song is Face to Face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's his. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Face to Face. Todd Edwards, just all oh. those little chops, is just, just incredible. Chops, it just dude. fucking moves. Oh, yeah. The producers they worked with back in the day is just, yeah. been, oh. That's right. Incredible. Yeah, those, those little uh, sample drops, yeah, that, that's what paved the way with the, so the French house sound and guys yeah. like Justice Busy that, that P, came yeah. out, Busy P, to start incorporating that. Maybe they've always done it, but when they when they when that was that that song had had paved that way to that sound of yeah, the French yeah. house sound of yeah. doing micro samples, Mr. Wazoo, yeah. you've got Sebastian, oh yeah, right, yeah, uh, those guys, I miss those absolutely. dudes, absolutely, <laughs> and that whole wave comes up, yeah, you know, in the wake of them, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have do you have you ever gotten wind that the the fellas are aware of you? Oh yeah, a have yeah, you ever met so. them? No, no, we've never met. So them. what what have you heard back? We have two degrees of separation from okay. them. Yeah, some, uh, it, it's it's weird with the politics of that because it's it's like there's managements that their management knows our managements and yeah, this and this right. and that. You know what I mean? We can't really confirm it, but in some way um, that uh, we have some sort of connection with them that uh, that they've they've got to know that these like oh these these Americans out there are like well <laughs> you know <laughs> they're grabbing yeah. that younger crowd and that we're here. And uh, you know we love them to death, and uh, maybe someday, yeah. maybe, maybe they went to the show that we just never yeah. knew about. Yeah, I so think we we're I think we're just about out of time. You oh, are yeah. going to hang up with us and then go out. We're about to see you. Perform. Yeah. yeah. Before we leave, though, I wanted to ask, like, as as a tribute band to Daft Punk, what was what was going through your mind? What did you feel and think when when you heard the news that they were done? It was weird. It was very unexpected. Yeah, like, it was. We were still waiting again for, you know, a live 2021, a live yeah. 2022, yeah. a live 2027. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, there's still hope for the future, yeah. but we still just try yeah. and do the best we can to exactly give them yeah. that show. The party, as you can hear in the mics, the party is starting. So yeah. Ron and Steve. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. For yeah, time. thank you guys. This was sure. really awesome. nice talking yeah. to you. Absolutely. We, we had a great plug, time. Uh, the rest of your dates and the info uh, with the episode. Okay. Um, yeah, thank that you so much. That sounds great. Thank you, uh, thanks for, that for having us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good set. Hello, everyone. I'm Thomas from Daft Punk. Random access memories, Daft Punk. Holy fuck. Shit. <laughs> every time, man, every time we come wow. out of an interview, do you? I think you're not gonna swear, but you just do. <laughs> I always think that that's all right. Yeah. Hey, what? What? How about that? Hey, I listed this on iTunes as explicit for a reason, baby. Yeah, there you go. So I can curse whenever I wanna. All right. All right.
What a what a uh, what a very nice thing yeah, uh, fun, for Ron and Steve to sit down with us. Yeah, thank you. It'd be funny if you could list your podcast on iTunes as implicit. It's <laughs> <laughs> an implicit podcast. Um, we we found out. I don't know if this. I think this was before we hit record. That we are. Uh, we introduced them to the world of being on podcasts. We did, yeah. That we introduced the... them to the world of being on podcasts. What a <laughs> what an incredible way to phrase that. This is their first podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy um, to uh, to have been a part of it. Yeah, that was that was awesome interviewing them. And uh, yeah, you guys want to talk about how the show went? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I chatted with the manager. So it was at a place called Magic Bag in Ferndale, Michigan. Fun fact. Used to be a real theater, then it was a porn theater, now it's a venue. Yeah. Well, so you're implying a porn theater is not a real theater. <laughs> well, it's a, it's definitely a lesser theater, oh, okay. in my All opinion. Right. But you're going to upset somebody. <laughs> somebody <laughs> listening who runs a porn theater is pissed at us right now. <laughs> Throwing their hat are they, and stopping uh, on I, it. I, whoever runs a porn, they know who they are. All right? <laughs> that Daft Punk we porn, know who you porn are. theater community <laughs> Daft could be Punk furious. porn theater community. Uh, <laughs> Daft porn. So Ferndale was, at some point, a very scuzzy place. Right, yeah. Because they had Loving Touch is another art, uh, a music venue down there that Used to be a rub and tug. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm a Daryl's spit take a rub and tug. <laughs> and and the Magic Bag used to be a port theater. What was what was Ferndale like in the 80s? It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So we were in this former port theater. <laughs> <laughs> we were in this former port theater, and I chatted with um, uh, uh, one of the workers there. Turns out he was the manager, and he was uh, a very burly man with a big beard and a shirt that said, Make Beats Not or no, kill, murder, murder Beats, beats Not People. Murder Beats Not People. And this, this man, he looks physically like a bouncer. He was the manager, and he's like, Yeah, I'm opening. So that, that incredible bass that you heard at the end of that interview that was the manager of magic bag and that guy slayed he, he played something he played um prayer by prospa like a really weird remix of it that was very very cool his set was like i don't know like a bunch of cool bass house in it and a bunch of like throwback rave stuff it was really really good yeah i uh i thoroughly enjoyed it um it seems like they've put some money into the the lights and shit. I think yeah. they're gonna do the, more dancing. The setup stuff. at the magic sticks great. Yeah, I think or they're the gonna magic do, bag rather. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it just seems like they're gonna end up doing more dancing stuff because they've got like lasers and shit now. Oh, that they had smoke machines all over the place. Smoke machines and lasers and all that good stuff. This um, is um not a judgment on uh the crowd of the show, but I I think uh some people probably are not who are in the crowd are not people who go to like club music stuff. Yeah. Um, I said there was there were some younger folks in the crowd. So when it started, everyone was sitting down, which was surprising. I think people were just maybe nervous to be the first people on the dance floor. And we are definitely not nervous and to we, be the first people on the dance we're floor. We're absolutely not. So we really uh, we danced first yeah. and last and last, <laughs> and we danced uh, like by ourselves. It took like fifteen minutes before other people stood up. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, the I followed you two down, and then it wasn't long before a server came up and thanked us all for dancing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it's I don't know if you're if you don't go to a lot of club music things, it might be scary to get up and be the first person. Yeah, it's like the eighth grade dance. 
you know? Well, yeah. Hugging that wall. Yeah. All the boys were on die. one side, all yeah. the girls were on the other. Yeah. Hoping that you can do some kind of like open palm on someone's side, dancing, yes. just swaying back and forth. Yeah. Now, there were no slow songs the entire night. I don't know if that's common for this type of thing, but they never had everyone pair up. <laughs> it would be funny if you did alternate between like a dancing one and a ballad. That'd be really <laughs> funny if Steve got on the mic and was like, we're going to slow it down for this next <laughs> one. <laughs> Play something about us yeah, or whatever. That, that, yeah. that being said, uh, uh, that being said, uh, they did do a a dancey remix of something about yeah. us that was very cool uh so something about us is like oh pretty much every record daft punk has like a slower like dreamier like melancholy song um that that like something about us people love that song uh, they're in all like the Daft Punk groups. There, there's nerds. There's like, somebody that, willing to die on the hill that that's Daft Punk's that's best song. That's my favorite. Every single group. That's we're my in. favorite song. Yeah. I, I that was my first dance at my wedding. <laughs> like yeah. people yeah. said, yeah. like <laughs> seriously. Um, but it was very cool to hear that in a live setting as a remixed into a dance track because I've never heard anything like that. That was that was one very cool part. Um, so yeah, crowd. Uh, reticent to party uh, uh, for the opener, uh, and w- uh, we we kind of noticed that his that huge bass that you had, you heard when we were interviewing Ron and Steve that started to taper down. Yeah, <laughs> right, and like that was that we knew that the fellas were gonna come out. So that's like you 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 want to like uh, have like a big impact when the headliner comes out, right, so yeah. you could hear them like twisting the knobs down so uh his his like thump wasn't quite as impactful for his last like 10 minutes of his set so when they came out it was like boom, boom right you away get to reset. um so rewind a little bit i saw them i don't know, probably five or six years ago on that tour uh we like you heard in the interview they brought the pyramid they have their own approximation of the daft punk pyramid they used to, yeah, like you said, they used to travel with the whole trailer and, yeah. and the whole team. Um, yeah. The tour was much, I guess, it had more moving parts yeah. uh, as far as the uh, the setup of it and the, uh, you know, the hands needed to yeah. get it going. Because they were touring a whole Alive 2007 kind of tribute tour. Yeah, um, and in my memory of that show, and it could be, it could be. Um, sanded down with the winds of time. Yeah. <laughs> the natural process of erosion. Yes. Has occurred. Yeah. Uh, Andy's eroded his brain pretty intensely over the last five Absolutely. years also. Absolutely. <laughs> We've, <laughs> We've eroded, by, that eroded stone. by the winds of time. Yeah, Andy's the writer here. Um, um, in my memory of that show, it was more or less uh what it what they said it was a, a, an alive 2007 recreation yeah as close as they could get it they wanted like like they said they never got a chance to see that tour they wanted to try to recreate it for all these daft punk fans uh um that have uh expl- you know grown up learning about them and never had a chance to see them this was not that no so the they did not they don't bring the um pyramid anymore on their tours but interesting, like what what would you say? Like the first five to ten minutes was pretty close on what you would hear on a live two thousand seven. Yeah, it seemed like like the first I don't know two or two to three tracks of the live album they stuck pretty close to the script, and then there was a a, a shift where it was like now we are now we are moving from that to 
on, like honoring them, uh, making new remixes of all their songs, finding new uh, ways to mix this stuff together. And for the next hour plus, it was all very new, very creative and interesting yeah. looks at Daft Punk songs uh, in a way that I've never heard before. It was great. Okay, so that's the question that I had and people asked me when I said I went to this show with you guys of what exactly means to be a Daft Punk cover band. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. could not answer or that. tribute. I guess tribute. Tribute, tribute is yeah. the word. Okay. Because I think cover, like, I, I don't know that cover really works there, directly so like, in electric. Talking, I think their, uh, we talked about, like, there, like there's, there's one in England called Daft Funk. Yeah. They're a cover band. Yeah. You look at their videos. They're playing, they're playing instruments. Yeah. Um, yeah, that what is a Daft Punk cover? They were, yeah, I think, I think that, uh, um, Steve made a bunch of cool remixes to shit. And then we watched them, um, uh, uh, mesh those together into a DJ. Yeah. And I think that the alternative would be, you know, like the the alive 2007 style show, you're pretty much just pressing play on the live album that Daft Punk put out and you're, you're essentially, musical theater acting it out and, yeah. and, and trying this, to play the parts and this, this was, was not that this especially because they were they had all of the stuff from random access memories that yeah. daft punk uh never d- did live so it's like he's mixing a dj set of all of their music yeah. across their career and that that was darren their was closer, very cool their closer is contact with get lucky yeah well contact with <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i'm joking really because cool. my, uh, my my dj set closer is often clo- uh, contact with rolling and scratching so yeah <laughs> I, it I was really that. cool the the i don't know hearing those songs mixed in is is just really compelling cause yeah. you never get to hear them and yeah. and uh you know you don't you don't get to hear a bunch of daft punk stuff in sets really like there's not DJs that mix a ton of Daft Punk stuff in. That was very cool. And Ron's not, visuals were incredible. Ron's visuals were incredible. And then hearing new, interesting, creative breaks in Daft Punk songs was that that really got me going. There was like there was a couple points where, you know, we all have muscle memory of like how these songs go and how like they're they sound live. And Steve took a bunch of them in very new and interesting directions that were a friggin' party. Yeah, and we partied really hard that night. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, like the they, the other thing is like like we were saying at, at the beginning, the crowd was a little like I don't know, they just seemed they, nervous about it. The, they got them going one more time, yeah. whipped them into a frenzy. Everyone yeah. was partying. I like I kept looking back because the the magic bag has like leveled. Uh, general admission, like because it used to be like theater seat rising, so it's like, yeah, yeah, it used to be a point theater, so, so there's it's a like, of course, there's like different levels of dance floors. And I like looked back and it was like people were partying all the way back up, it was, it was really cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I if you have a chance to see this group, go to it, yeah. <laughs> so, you I'm interested, uh, uh, for you, you're so Chris is not necessarily, uh, uh, as, um, into this world as the three of us. What a polite way of putting it. What was your experience? (laughs) Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, I've talked about, I've talked to you guys about this before, like growing up uh, in like the nineties and early two thousands, like techno was 
available, and my brother really liked it. <laughs> Techno was available. It was available. It was technically uh, legal. <laughs> uh, and there, I definitely remember driving home from my grandparents' house once, and my brother must have gotten, tell me if this is a real thing or not, was there an album that they put out that was just like five different versions of Around the World? Yeah, like the, the CD single? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember my brother putting that in, and by the time we had gotten home, like a 40-minute drive, my mom was like, has this been one thing? Has this been one thing for 40 minutes? He's like, no, mom, it's no. five separate songs. It's five separate songs, and they all say around the world 144 times. <laughs> like any, any problems my mom has probably go back to that day, yeah. <laughs> being driven insane. On the CD maxi single of Around the World, there is an Around the World motor bass vice mix with um, one of the Cassius guys wow. and Etienne de Creasy. Whoa. I don't think I've heard that. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've got my brother's box of CDs if that's the one we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, we got to listen to it. <laughs> around the world is on there five different times that they say around the uh, the phrase around the world on that CD single 720 <laughs> times. <laughs> and that is good and it music. It drove your mom insane. <laughs> <laughs> she just walks out of the house saying around the world and I don't know, dresses up as a mummy sometimes. It's yeah. a whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, concert beginning to end was fun. Like you said, there's. Um, yeah, walking and having everyone seated was very interesting. Yeah. Um, but also, I am a, a, a perennially nervous person, so I got there, like, moments after doors, and nothing happened for <laughs> a while after that. Uh, so I think seating then was more... more That made more sense. Sometimes uh, doors at a venue means, like, like, the second you walk in, stuff's popping off, and sometimes yeah. doors is, like builds time for people to get in so yeah. like there are times where i like show up to like the majestic at doors and i'm like i should have gotten here two hours ago and then there are times when i get there at doors i'm like oh the show's not gonna go for a little while <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> doors mean something very different at each venue yeah <laughs> uh i liked i asked you guys this during the concert but i've forgotten the answer so they've got the robot helmets it all looks great super cool the outfits they were wearing were very plain like it it looks like they just came from yeah, yeah. like Goodwill almost. You you weren't there for the the interview we part. We did it. talk to him about it because they chose Andy will go into it, but they chose a very specific uh, look, which yeah. was uh, from the a, a interview that they gave on Japanese TV in two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they were. That's that, them yeah. in Japan. I'm yeah. looking at a picture of it. That Isn't is that cool. Perfect. So that's that's the that's I, I believe that's one of the very first robot robot. That it, yeah, I think it, it is. That is just, the first, right? When they're dancing around the subways yeah. and stuff. They, that's and the, the that's kit. the first time anyone saw the that helmet. Could be the yeah. Pre, yeah, the press kit they did in they Japan also, where they were doing like the robot on the subway yeah. and stuff. That's that outfit. And yeah, they had the that's press very kit. early. Yeah, because that's how they look. That's what they're wearing in the anime too. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, so that's the that Which was the like, first robot look. And yeah, we did touch on it in the interview, but like you, they have built every iteration of the helmet and outfit. So they've toured like with every permutation of their look yeah, which is you, very cool you would be very into their their evolution of their costumes you oh, i'm you very here see, for this you uh uh the most chris fortin that daft punk has ever been is the last version of them they they um they played the grammys with the weekend in 2017 or something close to there and they came out with uh, like shimmering black capes yeah. and these long black like, suits, and they look—they <laughs> look like 
uh, I don't know, like sci-fi cult leaders. Yeah, That's they, crazy. Well, like, yeah. kind of like, like Victorian, but Star Wars or yeah, whatever. Victorian, yeah. uh, Victorian assassin <laughs> from the future. Ah, yeah. oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's Very, amazing. That is the last public appearance of of Daft Punk I mean, is that with the capes. Andy, you kind of mentioned like you should have seen this coming earlier that, that they were going to break up when they didn't do an Alive 2017 tour or something like that. Yeah. This feels like a visual clue. <laughs> like that's them dressing for their own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like looking back now, there's there's a ton of uh, hints. They, they didn't do that tour. Um, they disbanded Daft Arts in 2018. Uh, they're like production company. Um, the yeah, t- when I made a little oh noise to imply I understood what you meant, that was a lie. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just little things like that um, uh, through the years. Like, oh yeah, that probably that probably they shut was down the their end. entire business and all their corporations and all their stuff. And we we're like, <laughs> they're probably they're doing probably something. Gearing up for a little break. They're probably gearing up for something. They shut. They stopped making merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Like they said, we're not going to music, music for eight years. <laughs> yeah, like, but also, like, don't go home until the lights come on, right? Because, like, you know, I know they didn't. But and you at know any what? No one time, in this fan have. base has gone home, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the lights are it's broad daylight. Yeah, I mean, and there's no one is going saying, yeah. "Please get out." Yeah. So this, <laughs> they blew each other up in a video, and we're like, "That's a sign they're getting back together." <laughs> Their particles are going to make. New yeah, music no, they're actually. That's actually a clue that they're doing something cool. Um. Uh. But these t- Ron and Steve are two fellows that, um, uh, well, I mean, Ron Ron had a partner before Steve, but Ron, like Ron has been doing one more time for twelve years. Uh, he uh, literally he picked it up right where they left their touring. Yeah, pretty you know much. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like 2000, like they did two thousand seven, and then in two thousand nine, he started touring. That's and and they in that time they put out one record, and he and that that's enough for this thing to keep growing and for them to go all over the place touring this thing and and people happy to happy to party <laughs> it's fun to party to daft punk yeah. it was oh, very yeah. cool that, that was probably my favorite part of it of like the whole experience was fun and and you know the music was enjoyable and dancing was nice uh but especially andy going to a concert with you all you you're just making rounds like you're the mayor of a small town <laughs> glad handing just like it. how are you like, doing you having a good time yeah I, <laughs> this I, is great i love yeah. your outfit yeah 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 your outfit yeah there were some great outfits there yeah. Just, oh yeah there's a lot there's always good shimmer yeah the, there was a, a guy wearing party. i meant to poke him and say how nice it was he was wearing this beautiful uh, like sequin shawl, sure. But it's very interesting because those are like eighty bucks. I know I can get you. Oh, one. I know where you can get one. I get <laughs> Man, you. One. I'll get you one for sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> my, my shawl guys would have ripped me yeah, off. Yeah, your shawl, I got. I got a shawl I got a, guy. I got a shawl, I got a shawl guy. Shawl guy. Blow Everything your shawl guy else, out of the water. He was wearing like street clothes. He was yeah. wearing like a t shirt and jeans, yeah. and then a shimmering shawl. And I was like, this is this is perfect. <laughs> this is he turned his day look into a night look yeah. with one shimmering shawl. <laughs> one shimmering shawl. <laughs> I've I've been often referred to as the digital mayor of death <laughs> digital mayor uh, yeah like all night long well, I love the three of us at the moment all have very long hair so the entire night is just us letting our hair down and yeah. then putting it back yep. up yeah. i was stopped by two separate strangers just be like your hair is so beautiful yeah i so you you are have you ever been to a rave i that, have that was not what we went to was not a rave have you ever been to a rave i believe i'm gonna have to ask you to answer that question oh yeah you went you went to um 
You went to, to Ryan Club, Elliott. That German man's. Oh, oh, we went to Ryan Elliott this were summer. You, did you, years ago, did you come to City Club with? No, I've okay. never. No, I was not there night that no, night. No, yeah, Ryan Elliott was not a rave. I don't know. It was a party. It was a party. Yeah. I mean, the next closest thing was when you and I would have gone to have seen Flaming Lips. No. That was just concert. <laughs> no. So, uh, but yeah, the 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 one of the best. The music's great. Uh, everything the having fun's great. <laughs> having fun is great. Listen, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad this group is finally coming out as pro yeah, fun. I'm pro fun. I'm pro fun, and I'm uh, unabashed about my stance. <laughs> um, the the warmest and best feeling of this kind of community and doing this stuff is just how nice everybody is. Yeah, like you interact with people. You you know you sh- share things you know, talk to people people look out for each other like yeah. when you go to when you go to like dance festivals and stuff if somebody is having a bad time strangers are very eager to help people not have a bad time anymore it's just everybody's, like everybody's there to look friend. out everybody there's your friend yeah and ever and yeah and you can and you can behave that way. Like everyone around you is your friend. That's like, it's just such a warming, yeah. like world affirming. Like you don't have to wonder like, is it okay for me to like be friendly or like be familiar yeah. with no. this person? And yeah, I mean, Steve, not only that, Steve mentioned it in the, in the interview, you know, it's like he credited it as the thing that makes this be able to keep going is that, that attitude of love, the family of love yeah. within dance music and, and Daft Punk as yeah. a whole. Like for example, when we were at, uh, we were at Claude Von Stroke and, and uh, my partner Caitlin had a uh, high, blo- she has, she has diabetes she had a high blood sugar moment and we were like oh my god it's packed in here there's nowhere to sit and i just walked out on the patio and i said hey we're having a high blood sugar moment can we get a seat and like five people stood up two people came over they were like yeah i'm a nurse i can help out and it was like instantly problem solved you know like and that like that kind of stuff is run of the mill in in these communities which is one of the reasons that i know we all really love it on top of and this there are so many people at one more time who are who were there you know, like people there with their parents, like younger people, yeah. you know, like going, this might yeah. be the first thing like this they're going to. Yeah. And it's like, you want to also show new people like that it is a, a warm place. Yeah, too. absolutely. Very cool. Um, um, and everyone's your friend. And also everyone is giving you permission to uh, be as weird as you want to be. Like that's, yeah. that's the, that's another freeing aspect of it is you, you go there to express yourself how, however you want, as long as it doesn't hurt any anybody. Yeah. Like you, you are given a as long green as light to just yeah. be. As weird. long as yeah. your weird doesn't infringe on creepy, yeah. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> like you get to like no one's ever gonna make fun of you for dancing weird yeah. or like you're or never wearing gonna wear a, an outfit. wearing wearing a weird outfit yeah. or a skimpy outfit or or like you know just. Uh, yeah, expressing yourself how you want, how you want to is yeah, like you said, as long as it's not infringing on anybody else, you're you are there to just be free. It's yeah. it's a uh, it's a there's a reason why I've been doing this for 15 years. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're weird, <laughs> yeah, weirdest guy I know. Man. All right, I wouldn't go that far. No. Oh, I know. I got weirder guys. I got weirder guys. I, much guys. Weirder guys. I know these two fellas that pretend to be Daft Punk professionally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like what a what an awesome life they've carved out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very true. Um, and it's like I know they said they are going to take the um, pyramid back on the road too, but it is very cool that they can do by doing the DJ gigs. Um, they can just do more shows because yeah. like they're touring a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so. If you're out there, 
Go see one more time a Daft Punk tribute as soon as you can. Coward? Coward. What are you what are you, what are you waiting for? But you you're all of? friends. Yeah, what are you afraid of? <laughs> I mean, inevitably too, we have an in on a pyramid when we one day succumb to throwing a, a Daft Punk festival. Yeah, Ron and Steve. <laughs> so Ron and Steve, they gotta come out and we're going to hit you up for your pyramid at some point yeah, in the future. Ron and Steve, Steve, come play. That, uh, that is a, that is a long-term goal for, for us as to um, to do a live fest, a Daft Punk-themed festival, where a live whatever year it is happens <laughs> to be in that moment. Yeah. Uh, and, we'll, yeah, we'll get together. We'll have we'll be, maybe have an arts and craft station where you can make your own cardboard helmet. I don't know. I haven't put I haven't put that much thought into it. Yeah, good idea. Spitball on the air. <laughs> yeah, let's brainstorm live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's our other podcast yeah. or whatever. Yeah, oh, no, you've just got a dress up station of all the famous outfits. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Brainstorm colon live. Sounds like a good name for a podcast. Brainstorm, <laughs> Brainstorm live. <laughs> Brainstorm live. Uh, trademark, copyright, whatever. I said it. Pin the helmet on the French. Publicly declare it. Yeah, publicly. I declare. Pin the helmet on the Frenchman. Keep spitballing. Yeah, I'm, spitballing. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing. Um, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. Sometimes, some, so go see one more time. A Daft Punk tribute, and then we'll all gather for a live for the gathering for the gathering <laughs> for the gathering. Oh, you guys are moving into Juggalo stuff after yeah, Daft Punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, the intense van communities are all adjacent to each other. They really are. <laughs> there's a there's a book um, uh, by a music journalist. I can't. I'm blanking on his name right now. But the whole book is exploring uh, um, fish heads and Juggalos. And why these two fan bases uh, are so um, hated? <laughs> like why people why people think Fishhead and and think what they think of them, and why people hear Juggalo and think what they think of them, and the and even though the music and the vibes and the way they dress and everything is so crazy different, how many similarities and how how really alike those communities really are once you just like experience them uh very interesting Ooh, you know what it's uh uh also worth mentioning that um what's that band's name daft punk, daft punk. Uh, <laughs> papadocio papadocio did uh a full daft punk cover set last there has to be in, a uh, burn resonance rip. there has to be a rip of that somewhere right i saw a couple videos of it it was very cool there papadocio yeah. is a jam band uh, I've seen Papadocio band. before. If if you're out there and you can find that for us, send it our way. Yeah, I would love to see a full or sure hear, a hear a full hear a full rip of that. That sounds incredible. Yeah, um, it's very cool. Like to do, like it was it was announced. Like, hey, they're gonna play the festival, and every year they do a different big cover thing. It's like they played three sets, and one of them was just a long. That's the thing about yeah. jam band festivals. Like every band plays like three times every weekend. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> like when you go to Electric Forest. Um, uh, string cheese, string every cheese night. plays every night, and the last night is the shebang, and they blow it out in some way, whatever that means that year. Yeah. Like the shebang one year was them with Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah, and they did like a thirty-minute version of <laughs> Killing Them Softly, and it was incredible. <laughs> and so, a lot of people die. Jam bands are like, what? Do you want to hear a thirty-minute version of something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, they'll have like one year they had all these 
fireworks and, and lights and uh, things coming out over the audience and inflatables and people on trampolines. And then this uh, um, hot air balloon starts to fly over the crowd and it doesn't have it didn't have a, a basket. It had a trapeze artist hooked into it instead. And she was connected to this hot air balloon and she's just flipping around right above the audience like 10 feet above us and it was it was like what the hell what the hell is going on like aliens or time travelers or something have already come yeah and they, and they left because of that yeah. yeah and they're like this is what we're doing yeah. i don't uh, we yeah. can't support this yeah yeah it was um, a blast you guys got to go see one more time yeah it's an incredible group yeah um uh yeah you gotta go see it um yeah thank you so much chris Thank you so much yeah. for, for letting me take along. That as, was a wild night. As those gold, girls of golden once said, thanks for being a friend. Thank you for, <laughs> thank being, you a for being a friend. No, nope, they thank said thanks. You. <laughs> thanks for being a friend. Thanks. Big ups for being a friend. <laughs> Try and sing thanks it. For, thanks for being thanks a friend. Thanks for being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being a friend. Travel back <laughs> in time again. All right. <laughs> this show's about time travel, right? <laughs> Uh-oh, time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Uh-oh, you need to Uh-oh. be worried. Uh-oh, Every, everybody's favorite part of the show. The thing we've always called my burps to your turds. My burps, my to, burps, your burps to your turds. <laughs> my burps to your turds. All right, all right, I'm with you. That's where we share our favorite burps and turds. <laughs> we are we, we are our favorite about. burp of the week. We're burping and turning this week. <laughs> Turn of the week. <laughs> The burp of the week. <laughs> yep, burp of the week. Um, of the month club. <laughs> we we love house music. We love dance music, and we're going to share some of our love with you. This is a song that we're obsessed with right now. Could be something new. Could be something old. Could be something uh, hugely popular. Could be something nobody's ever heard before. It's just something. Could that be burpy. Could be turdy. Could be burpy. Could be turdy. Ah, jeez. Uh oh. I go first this, right. this week. Uh, so those of you out there, you might know my favorite active group is the Chemical Brothers for sure. Uh, I stumbled across a, a, a Chemical Brothers. Uh, I guess I'm going to call it a remix. It's a little bit. It's, it feels like more than a remix. It's a retelling. It's, it's a retelling. <laughs> uh, no, it's the uh, it's the the. I think it was a B side to uh, the Eve of Destruction single, uh, and this is called the Eve of Dubstruction. So uh, for those of you who don't uh, recognize that song right away, it's the opener for uh, 2019's No Geography. But it is a, it's a seven-minute take on Eve of Destruction uh, with a lot of new cool elements to it. Uh, it's a journey. I was really happy to, to come across that one because I didn't know it existed until uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, so that's my, uh, that's my burp or turd. <laughs> You choose my, out there. That's my burp of the week. Darren doesn't get to choose if it's a burp oh, or turd. You, choose. you out there choose for yourself. Let us know if that's a burp or turd. Let us know in the Sorry, comments. Sorry, Ed and Tom Chemical for calling your song burps or turds. Ed and Tom Chemical. <laughs> now that's a shiny turd. <laughs> a polished turd. Uh, that's a highly polished turd. Uh, that's a weird phrase. Yeah, like, it's a weird turd. Poli- I polished that turd. I polished that turd off. <laughs> 
<laughs> polish that turd off. I'll polish, polish off some turds. Polish her off. Makes it sound like you're gonna eat them. <laughs> if you say polish it off, I polished her off. Good. You can't uh, polish a turd. I'll like, polish off a whole bucket of turds. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got this week? I got. Uh, uh, I've been obsessed uh, last couple of weeks. I've been obsessed with uh, Aris Drew's um, 2018 EP Devotion, and this is a song called "Trans Love Vibration: Colon Aris Goes to Church." Pretty as hell. You know what's funny? Uh, that's one of the albums I took with me up uh, to yeah, the woods last week. That's weekend, a good woods album. Devin suggested it. It's a great woods album. Damn, I've uh, been listening to it a bunch the last like three or four weeks. Yeah, very good album. I like that because it the the drum break yeah. keeps getting pitched up and down, like we yeah. were talking about. Yeah, with, with like I guess like Nick Jar stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, check check uh, Airster out. My selection this week is a song called "My Baby Love" by Coco Bryce. Hell yeah. It's a good song. It's got good song. It uses the think break, which is I think my favorite drum break. And, and also the Supremes. Yeah. And it's like it's it's fast. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the break stuff I listen to is not 160 BPM. Breaky boy. Oh, yeah. A little break beat. <laughs> You're boy. a breakbeat boy. Um yeah. So uh uh Hey, if you're out there and you are listening to cool shit, send it to info at alive2021.com. If you wanted to chat with us about Daft Punk, uh, if you want to send us fan art, uh, if you want to um, just let us know what you think of the show, good or bad, I guess. I guess. If anybody hates the show enough to bad email us about bad it. Bad only. We want bad feedback only. <laughs> Boy. Email us at info at alive2021.com. Email us anything to plug? Um... Yeah, I got an EP on Spotify, and I got a new single coming out uh, at the end of the in a couple weeks. Uh, Devin Jetski, you can check me out on Title and on uh, Apple Music and Amazon and all that good crap. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify is where the Spotify is a big one. <laughs> Add me to your playlists. Um, <coughs> play all my music like a zillion times. <laughs> Darren. Yeah, I got uh, some, I got a, got a, a few things on, on Spotify, but I have some music coming out, uh, coming up here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully next month. We'll see. Uh, we'll see when it's ready. We'll post about it from the pages. But that's a plum bomb on Spotify. Hey, yeah, I got some Daft Punk plugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one more time. Zine is a cool collaboration project by a bunch of uh, artists and in um, creators and uh, writers and. Um, shit that they're putting together a really cool package, uh, all commemorating Daft Punk. Um, there's going to be really cool art in there. There's going to be pins and patches and 
plush keychains. <laughs> Do you see those? Whoa. Yeah. The those limited cool. edition plush, plushy doll keychains of, uh, of the robots. And uh, I am writing an essay for the um, the digital uh, version, uh, digital bundle of the zine. The um, digital love bundle. The digital love bundle. Um, so uh, check it out. Uh, you can pre-order any of the tiers of the package at Veritas Quo Design. Uh, and whatever one you get, make sure it's got the digital bundle so you can read the piece I'm writing. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Well, uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Fragments of time. One more time. We'll one see you time. one more fragment of time. 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 Daft Punk time. jokes and time. puns or whatever. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Alive 2021 is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network and was created by Andy Reid, developed by Andy Reid, Devin Rosenai, and Darren Shelton, with technical production by Darren Shelton. For more information, please visit Alive2021.com.